You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Medelsky, Listener Relationship Coordinator for Real Presence Radio here in southern Minnesota, broadcasting to you from wonderful Waseca, Minnesota, uh, the day after the Rochester Banquet. Uh, beautiful opportunity to be with you this morning. Our next guest is Dr. John Kincaid, and I will let uh, Dr. John explain who he is and, and why we have him on the air. So good morning, Doctor. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be with you. you... Um, I am currently at the University of Mary, uh, Associate Professor of Theology and Director of the Christian Leadership Center. We have launched a new MA in Applied Catholic Theology, which I have uh, a number of courses that I teach in. And I'm here today to talk about both the kind of theology that we do at the University of Mary, in particular uh, with reference to uh, Theology of the Body and, and John Paul II and his contribution which is particularly timely, as we are in Advent season, and uh, John Paul has a lot to say. With impl- His thought has a, a lot of implications for a rich uh, appropriation of the Advent season. I think that's really interesting. I saw uh, the notes uh, about uh, kind of where we're going with the interview today, and I was interested to see, you know, theology of the body and Advent are related, as well as the thought of St. John Paul II. So I think this will be really interesting for a lot of our listeners uh, to uh, to tune in on. Uh, so uh, St. John Paul II had a lot to say about, you know, what what a lot of us are thinking about this time of year, gift and gift. Yes. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? You know, especially he had that, that play he wrote about the jeweler's shop and, and gifts and yes. things like that. So uh, would you tell us a little bit about um, how important the, the idea of gift is in kind of the philosophy, the theology of St. John Paul II? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, it's one of the areas that cuts all the way across his thought that you can see throughout his entire life that the importance of gift was central in both his pastoral ministry, the way he lived, and ultimately the way he thought. Um, so if you trace his career, you can see the importance of gift, and the place that shows most clearly, but not exclusively, is uh, in his work, Theology of the Body. And so let me just kind of from 30,000 feet sketch mm. his vision of gift. So John Paul II um, was a great fan of Gaudium at Spes 24-3, and which comes from the Second Vatican Council. And in that document of the Second Vatican Council, it says that a man finds himself in a sincere gift of self. And John Paul II, that's almost like a, you could see that as a uh, red thread that runs throughout his whole thought, including Theology of the Body, that humans truly find their perfection, their happiness, their flourishing through giving themselves. But for John Paul II, that's not merely, you know, it's the old axiom, it's better to give than to receive. Certainly that's true, but there's a deeper theological account here. And that is, John Paul II uh, emphasizes in his life and work over and over again, that man finds that perfection because we're made in God's image. And since we're made in God's image, it points to and unveils a eternal mystery. That is, that God himself is self-giving love. Mm. And so it is who God is that he gives himself entirely, first the Father to the Son, 
the Son to the Father and the love of the Spirit, and creation as a whole is an expression of God's self-giving love. He doesn't have to create, it's a gift. And so all of reality, according to John Paul II, and I think rightly seen theologically, is gift. And so therefore, when humans join in that reality of giving themselves, they are showing what it means to be image-bearer. And in Theology of the Body, he applies that kind of on a macro level when he looks at all of creation, but particularly the relationship between a man and a woman, and husband and wife, that there's an even kind of closer relationship for all of that where it becomes uh, the focal point of how humans can fully give themselves to another and it produce something so remarkable uh, as another human being. It really does sound like there's there's a profoundly, uh, deeply theological uh, idea behind uh, this idea of gift in John Paul yes. II's thought. No, that's exactly right. And you know, and, and what's interesting is a lot of times when people dive into theology of the body, and for those in your audience who may not know much about it, it's a series of Wednesday audiences that John Paul II gave early in his pontificate, only interrupted by the assassination attempt. And for him, these were lectures he had already written when in Polish before he became uh, pontiff. And really, uh, at, at his heart, as it relates to how he, as both a pastor, a philosopher, and a theologian, saw the world and wanted the world uh, to hear from him. And in that, and it's, it's important to highlight, that it's not simply about human sexuality, although certainly that's very important to theology of the body. It's, it's ultimately a work of theology, and it reveals something profound about who God is. And particularly during Advent, we're talking about the, the coming of the Son, and what John Paul II thought shows is the Son from all eternity has always received everything from the Father. His whole, his eternal generation, his eternal being as the second person of the Trinity, is from the Father. And so everything that Jesus of Nazareth is, both as eternal Son and in his incarnation, is a gift. Which is a remarkable thought to think that the Son himself receives everything from the Father. Well different from us, of course, right, because he receives that eternally, he's eternally begotten. There was never a time where he wasn't the Son. And, right. But at the same time, it's always from the Father. And his entire existence is defined by a, a gifted relationship between the Son and the Father. And so when we think of then about Advent, it is the coming of the Son who's is the gift to the world, the ultimate gift of the Father. But it's not merely because we need salvation, which it certainly is, that's at the heart of it. But it's also an expression of who God is. That is, that he is a gift, he's self-giving love. And so there's a deep theological rationale here, and then that then further shows, then, when you turn to the precise subject of theology of the body, that would be human sexuality, how there's a deeper theological logic that goes into the relationship between men and women, and sexual life that is rooted in who we are as image bearers and imitating God by giving ourselves. Mm. 
Beautiful, beautiful. If you're just joining us, uh, Nick Medelsky speaking with Dr. John Kincaid of the University of Mary, speaking about the uh, the theology of, of gift, uh, something that uh, that we've been uh, uh, that's on a lot of our minds as we we get, go through our Christmas list. But talking more than about you know gifts, physical things we give each other, uh, and more about sort of the um, the uh, the deep theology of the idea of being gift and of God, uh, you know, um, God uh, being a, a gift to us as well. Um, I, I definitely, as a, a Franciscan, I appreciated that uh, that note you put in there about uh, you know that Christ didn't come to us as human beings merely to die, right? Uh, he came to give of himself to us and to, to be among us, which is something very uh, unique. Uh, emphasis in Franciscan theology is on that. For sure. Christ coming as, as a gift to us, right? Um, Indeed. No wonder that uh, St. Francis is largely credited with starting the uh, the devotion of having the Christmas crush, right? Um, to, to emphasize that fact. Um, so, uh, I think we've 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 kind of covered the idea of the theology of uh, the body, but uh, so these were were lectures uh, that uh, John Paul II had delivered, and then they were sort of collected into a into a into a book, and then uh, kind of uh, analyzed and, and tossed around from there, right? Correct. And to kind of pivot to the particular topic, he is looking at. Um, the relationship between husband and wife, and I, I think that it's particularly timely, both for Advent in general, and then where our society is in particular. Uh, anyone who's paying attention knows that sexuality and uh, what it means to be a, a human being who is sexual is a question that's very frequently in the news or talk, talked about in our culture, questions of identity and how sexuality operates. And I think it's a great opportunity actually presented to us as Catholic Christians, rather than just simply seeing it as a, as a challenge, of course it is. It's a great opportunity, because John Paul II himself, I think very prophetically in the lectures, or the Wednesday audience is known as Theology of the Body, has a lot to say that speaks directly to our age. You know, it was prophetic in the late 70s and early 80s. It's more prophetic now as we turn to 2023 because it further unveils the nature of human sexuality and how it brings the flourishing of humans in imitation of God rather than being seen as some kind of arbitrary uh, external imposition upon us that one has to struggle to understand how it all works. Instead, it's actually uh, a deep and rich expression of what it means to be made in the image of God and how we give ourselves as persons, in particular, with a particular nature that allows us to express our personhood as bodies. And and so when he says theology of the body, he means uh, that we are bodies, and that is uh, not ex. It's not some kind of extrinsic thing to us. It's, it's an expression of who we are. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's very much an important part of uh, of uh, Christian theology is that the integration between body and soul. And we can yes. say all kinds of fancy uh, uh, philosophical and theological sure. words around that. But right. we, we are coming up on a break. So uh, if yes. you're just tuning in, Nick Medelsky speaking with 
uh, Dr. John Kincaid of the University of Mary, uh, speaking about uh, the theology of gift, especially as found in the theology of the body and the thought of St. John Paul II. Stay tuned here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. How can you know for sure that your loved one is in heaven? Well, the short answer is you can't. I'm Father Chris Alar, but you can have confident hope that they are saved because no matter when or how they died, even by suicide, you can pray and make sacrifices now to still help them accept God's final offer of grace. Jesus told St. Faustina, call upon my mercy on behalf of sinners. I desire their salvation. When you pray with faith on behalf of some sinner, I will give him the grace of conversion. Wow, if you desire heaven for someone, God desires it even more. So do your part to help them get there. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Did you know you can listen to all your favorite local shows like Awaken and Real Presence Live on any podcast platform such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Amazon Music? Just search for Real Presence Radio on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes in the future. And don't forget to give us a good rating so others can discover the shows. Listen to your favorite RPR shows anytime, anywhere by subscribing on any podcast platform. Just search for Real Presence Radio today. During this year-end season of giving, Real Presence Radio wishes to extend a heartfelt thanks to all that have extended support this past year, including those that have contributed to the Real Presence Radio Permanent Endowment Fund. These funds remain permanent while the annual earnings are used to support operations. To learn more about an endowment gift, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement at 701-290-4503. Together, we are making a difference. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Medelsky joining you from wonderful Wasika, Minnesota. Happy to be with you this morning, speaking with Dr. Jin, John Kincaid of the University of Mary, speaking about the uh, the theology of gift and the theology of the body. And uh, before the break, uh, John, you're mentioning that uh, even though these are, and it always sounds funny to me because I grew up uh, during the pontificate of John Paul II, so it's always, you know, a, a bit of a, um, a bit difficult to remember, you know, we're talking about the uh, audiences he originally gave in the 70s and the 80s right mm-hmm. um, that are so much a part of things <laughs> now that it 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 that to the it, day, it does yeah. it doesn't sound right uh but but as you mentioned uh you know um even though these are from uh well gosh that would be 30 40 years ago that uh, they're yeah. proving more and more prophetic as uh as uh time goes forward especially now uh you know there are a lot more of these things uh, related to a lot of the uh the topics he covered in theology of the body that uh i think his theology really provides a unique uh clarifying point on a lot of those issues that come up 
You know, absolutely. And I, I really believe it was divine providence that empowered and moved St. John Paul II to deliver Theology of the Body, not just for the time in which he gave it, as we noted decades ago, but now and going forward, as we find ourselves in an age where there are a lot of questions about what it means for humans to be sexual beings and identity and how that expresses itself. The vision of John Paul II is both breathtakingly clear, but also deeply and, uh, and profoundly transformative when embraced, and there's a richness to it. And he talks about that the body itself, there's a spousal meaning of the body that that's rooted in what we were saying earlier, that is, humans as image bearers are ordered to giving themselves entirely to others in imitation of God. But the body itself is ordered to that in the most special way in regards to man and woman being in their very bodies as bodies, ordered to the other. And that's just not in a reductionist sense, right? Just merely biological or um, physiological. But it's not any less than that. That our actual bodies are ordered to the other in such a way that there's a spousal meaning to it. But John Paul II is also clear that when a soul informs a body, we are a body. You know, we were talking about different terms for that. Uh, the hylomorphic unity is, is one kind of historic term, but outside of sophisticated philosophical theology, we can say something more concrete, and that is a soul without a body is a corpse. Right? So, mm. it, it, What makes a body a body is a soul, and what soul... Uh, is the animating principle of a body, and therefore we are bodies. Right? To be a body, you have a soul. And so the body expresses who we are as persons. And then we have this spousal meaning of the body, where our bodies are ordered to another. And when we give that fully to another, in, out of self-giving love, when it's particularly ordered, and, and in this case experience within marriage, it's life-giving, it's fruitful. And so in our age, where the question is, what's the body for, right? mm. uh, rather than endless debate or becoming contentious, I think Catholics have a great opportunity to use and, and draw on theology of the body to articulate something our age desperately needs to hear, that you are a body and it expresses who you are. And in that, you have a great opportunity to give yourself in love, and particularly in marriage, where our bodies are ordered to each other, male and female. That precisely shows the spousal meaning, because in a, in a certain sense, for the production of life, they're incomplete. They need the other one for the fullness of self-giving love to be generative. And all of that can be seen against the backdrop of who God is. God is self-giving love. His love is always fruitful. So when humans love like that, it expresses the inner wellsprings of who they are in their true identity, regardless of how anyone speaks about identity. Our identity as image bearers is fruitful in that respect when we give ourselves to another. So these are points that John Paul II developed throughout his life and really hammered home in Theology of the Body. And it's something at the University of Mary, we have a, a new 
relatively new program in applied Catholic theology, and it basically operates with uh, three segments. There's a segment on Scripture, then marriage and family, and then spiritual direction. And the marriage and family section is, we think, very, very important. A, for our time, of course, but B, it's a place where the last class in particular, uh, the climax, as it were, of the uh, marriage and family section, is a deep dive into theology of the body. So for any of the listeners who are listening and are excited about the things that they're hearing from John Paul II, I would urge you to contact the University of Mary, go to our website, uh, call us. Uh, it is an online program oriented to working people who either just want to grow more in their faith in general, or they uh, have a specific vocation where this is helpful, maybe a director of religious education or a middle school or high school religion teacher, or just a parent who wants to be able to guide their kids well uh, in this age where so much is at stake in regards to being Catholic Christians, knowing Scripture, which is one of the sections, and that's the foundation for all of this, and particularly for theology of the body. John Paul II's reflections are from Scripture, the words of Jesus, the words of Paul, going back to Genesis 1 through 3. So it's permeated with that, and that leads to our marriage and family section, and then spiritual direction. We have to be we have to be able to do this in the real world and meet people where they live. So we're really excited about the degree, and, and we're, we're excited to see who God will bring us. Um, and Theology of the Body plays a real role in that curriculum. And uh, University of Mary's website is umary.edu, umary, as in university, U as in university, uh, mary.edu. Um, it, it's uh, one of the things that I think have been, it, that always... Um, percolates in my mind, and I'm sure it does for a lot of people, too, is a lot of the theology of the body is about the, the uh, complementarity between man and woman and this gift of, of, of self between man and woman uh, in marriage and, and all those beautiful things. But the interesting thing is that uh, all of these things were said by um, a celibate man, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. John Paul that's II, great. and of course Christ, who's, you know, who we're, we're shooting for, you know, the, the ideal, um, who we're all trying to be more like. Uh, was celibate as well. So how how does that how does this theology kind of um, uh, uh, I guess interact with with celibacy? That's a great question. Yeah, and John Paul II is, as you mentioned, as a celibate priest, very much attuned to that question. So at various points, and particularly at one point in theology of the body, he talks about um, that both Jesus in himself, in giving himself entirely for the bride of the Church, models the fullness of spousal love, but that, in that, right, it's not sexual. Mm -hmm. It's defined in his body, as a body, giving himself entirely for the bride, that is the Church. And then the vocation, then, to religious life, particularly, if you're talking about the priesthood, and then is it kind of an ongoing extension of that kind of celibate, self-giving love for the Church as bride? And conversely, for religious sisters, modeling a chaste, self-giving love for Christ, the bridegroom. And that entire dynamic is ordered to the way all things will be in the heavenly world to come. That is, where Jesus is clear, there will no longer be marriage. So those who are given this great gift of celibacy are almost like it were a preview of how the theology of the body will work 
with the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. So rather than saying, okay, it doesn't apply to people, and it, it, say someone in the audience who's single and says, oh, this just makes me feel more sad about being single. Quite the contrary. <laughs> Quite the contrary. The model, as you said, is Jesus. And John Paul II is the teacher who is also himself celibate. And the goal in all of this is, as bodies, to give ourselves entirely in love in a way that not only mirrors God, but is a preview of what will be forever when there isn't marriage in the heavenly world to come. So all are called to participate uh, in the life of theology of the body in giving themselves as bodies in love. Hey, absolutely. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're, we're just about at the end of our time together. Dr. John Kincaid uh, from the University of Mary, uh, really excellent information about the theology of the body, especially as it relates to this season of Advent and the season of gift giving. Uh, uh, doctor, if uh, people want to reach out and find out more about uh, the, this sort of uh, information, this uh, theology, you mentioned the degree program at University of Mary. Uh, could you give out those, those details real quick again? Yeah, so we have an applied Catholic theology degree, and you can go to the website universitymary.edu, or call the university, and we will direct you. And it's a one-year online program that has three basic components, a scripture section, then a marriage and family section, and then a spiritual direction section. It's oriented to working uh, mothers and fathers or working people who want to grow in their faith and perhaps minister more effectively. So our, we're off to a great start with the program, and uh, it's, it's really geared to where people live in, in the real world. Well, fantastic. Umary.edu to find out more. Uh, after the break, we'll be speaking with Father Dwight Longenecker and finally finish things up with Heather King and speaking about her faith journey. Stay tuned on Real Presence Live. 